Coming to you from the Salad Dressing Room Studios <laughs> in the West Roxbury neighborhood of Boston, Massachusetts. I'm Bobby Pape, and this show has everything. Tonight, lunch at work and all of the drama that comes with it. Maybe not even just lunch. The sink, the dishes, the microwaves, the smells. Is it okay to judge the smells? We'll get into it. I'm going to get into it with two of my favorite co-workers here at Tishi <laughs> in the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota. She's got a passion for fashion. It's Anne. <laughs> Don't at me, Lundholm. Good evening, Anne. That we'll get to, and it has been running through my head. Same. You've got a passion for fashion. <laughs> don't, don't, don't go there, because in the middle-aged momish studios in Austin, Texas, she has a craving for <gasps> savings. Of course she does. <laughs> Did I? It's Hillary, the H-bomb Livingston Butler. Let me finish introducing you, Hillary. <laughs> okay, fine. Now you can talk. Two things. One, I'm really excited that we basically forced you to say the word salad every time you introduce yourself. <laughs> One, two, salad. do I have Google Maps Hamilton on my computer right now? Because I just had to geolocate exactly where it was. Um, I New Jersey geography is somewhat confusing to me because sometimes it's like I think of it as New York, but it's also like Philadelphia. It, I don't know why. It, it boggles the mind. Anyway, yes, we're all All that matters consumed. is it's just a Quonset hut. <laughs> More on that in a minute. We'll get to it after we do small talk. Yes. In our mailbag, it will become clear why we're talking about the jingles that live on in your brain. Then we'll do some medium talk when we head to the office kitchen for some office food etiquette. Tishi recommends maybe and how you can get involved with the show. But first, I'm taking over small talk to let you know that ladies, mm -hmm. friends, listeners, I went to the doctor. <gasps> a man who went to the doctor by choice? I know. I know. And it was a physical. It was an annual physical. Uh, but uh, I backdoored in an entire sick visit. <laughs> yeah, so, you did. had a whole list. <laughs> um, we didn't talk about it on the show last week, but you probably noticed in my voice, if you're an observant listener and if you care, that I sounded kind of like shit. And you may have noticed that because uh, after living with someone who I won't name, who ran a half marathon and then was diagnosed with bronchitis. Um, oh my God. Again, who I won't name. Uh, <laughs> Simi. I, I managed, yeah, yep. yep <laughs> I, I said, uh, I managed to catch a little chest cold situation that has lingered. I'm beyond most of the sickness now at this point. The itis is out of me, but um, I have but a, not the a lasting chest uh, wheezing. Oof pain intermittent thing and so i had that going on but also uh i had the uh the re-emergence maybe of a kidney stone situation of course the night before thanksgiving Oof. Uh, of course the night before holiday so of course i was going in with all of that plus just to say to uh my doctor who i had not seen in three years and he had switched practices and so i had to jump through all the hoops of being a new patient by the way it was his first week i found out at the new practice, it was some stroke of luck that I had found him and got registered as a new patient. He looked at me and wondered how I got on his calendar so quickly. Hmm. So, what can I say? When I meet someone I like, I'm very loyal. Uh, and Dr. Ash is no exception. Um, but I also wanted to talk to him about weight loss because uh, as I looked at him and said, the last three years have kind of been shit, huh? And he just said, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, and since I've managed to get even heavier than I was pre-COVID, um, I figured it was time to just say, like, can I get one of those printouts where I just smoke cigarettes and eat hard-boiled eggs all day? <laughs> or... Some Chablis. <laughs> right, exactly. Can I go on the can I go on the, the wine and tuna diet or whatever? Um and and lose a bunch of weight. And so I, you know, I got a referral for a nutritionist and dealing with the kidney stone stuff and the other stuff. So the good news is uh, I got some extra Vicodin for the pain if I need it, um, which made me feel like a drug seeker. But my doctor insisted it was okay. He gave me a very small bottle. Um, and I'm, I'm rationing them accordingly. Uh, and I also got, for the first time since middle school, an inhaler. Nerd oh. alert. Yeah. So, yes, three times a day I get a couple of huffs of albuterol, and uh, <laughs> we'll see. It has a counter on the back now that says how many doses are left in it. That's that's twenty first wow. century inhaler. Yeah, I'm. I I had a brief uh, flirtation with asthma in middle school. I think I had inhalers for like six months. It wasn't a long term thing. Of course, I also didn't go to the doctor all the time when I was a kid, so maybe I should have had one longer. I don't know. But um, it's been a long time, so yeah, I feel like a nerd. Wait, so this count- is this a digital counter or a, like a physical no. thing flips or slides? It's like, it's, it, it's like um, those dials on uh, instant cameras. Oh, sure. Sorry to anyone under 30, <laughs> I guess. But uh, yeah, like... It says like 200 on the back and it's just slowly counting down hmm. and it has every other number, the instructions, which I tried to read and they're like five miles long printed on, you know, gossamer wing tissue paper. <laughs> um, there's uh, it starts at 200 and counts down. So I guess I've got 200 huffs or probably now, you know, 190 huffs left from this thing. So we'll see seems, if it helps. Seems but, like uh, a lot. I mean, I'm supposed to take two huffs three times a day. Oh, okay. And then and and then more when an attractive teacher walks by. <laughs> right. Push yep. push up your glasses. Yeah. Right. Or when you find one-eyed Willie's treasure. Right. Yeah, right where they're right where they're taped up is where I try to push them up to the top of my nose. So, uh yes, I back to middle school with that. And then uh today, uh I had the joy of going downtown to the medical corridor to the Longwood neighborhood of Boston, where Sam occasionally works, uh, to go get an ultrasound uh, of my kidneys to see if there might be a kidney stone in my right kidney. They did both, because I guess if you're going to do one, you want to might as well do them all. Yeah. Two for one. Uh, uh, the technician, of course, they're trained to not tell you anything. Right. She was very friendly. Um, I asked her not to tell me the gender. <laughs> she didn't laugh. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I think she's heard that one before. Yes. Uh, but she was very friendly. Uh, and then I told you all I had a very sad moment today when I was just left there half undressed, laying on this cold bed because she had to go check with her doctor to make sure they get everything they needed. And I'm just laying there with whatever jelly it is that they loop you up with. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is my life now. I'm old. Yep. I'm old. It's medical procedures and tests. Yep. Yep. I'm getting a little nervous, but then it'd be okay, kind of. Got to do some... I mean, yeah, thankfully there's only so many things that could be, and none of them are really terrible for the most part. And, you know, worst case scenario is I got two kidneys, right? Right, Right. yeah, it's fine. Well, that's a little bit of an extreme. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, position to take at this yeah, so I juncture. Woke in, I woke up in an ice bath and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, well, you so, were kind of uh, referencing it before. It's like we're getting to the point in our lives where you you don't know. Like, do I want them to find something or do I want them to not find something? What's exactly. better? Right, right. Well, so I, I'll dive in a little deeper here. So I already had all my labs from yesterday come back and my doctor's great. So he messaged me right away and he was just like, it's not a kidney infection. We can tell that already. But on the other hand, I was like, well, a kidney infection is a whole lot easier than a kidney stone to deal with. So... Yeah, kind of wished it was a kidney infection, mm-hmm. which is weird, but... No, I get that. I'm also just worried that it's going to be like, oh, your kidney's absolutely fine, it's just your back. Because oh. everyone yeah. I know with back things, like, back things are just impossible. There's, like, nothing you can do. Yep, yeah. Except yeah. live on a steady diet of painkillers and, you know, rob banks. So. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Mike. So, we'll see. I, I, I don't know. I'll keep everybody posted, but... Uh, after years and years of joking that I'm an old man, I'm actually turning into an old man, which is terrifying. No. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm glad yep. you're getting help for it, though. I mean, or I trying mean, to. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna spend the weekend laid up, which is nice. I mean, we're not doing much. I I think I might just have some edibles and watch the 2012 film Margin Call, which is what we were talking about right before <laughs> Listen, we started up the. There are worse things to do. I'm telling you, what getting a little stoned and watching movies is my favorite thing to do on the weekends. I'm just going to fire up AI and um, have them replace Kevin Spacey with another actor. And <laughs> yes. Then... And watch Margin Mark... Call and then watch The Big Short. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a good well, I mean, shot chaser. Nicely. Big big shot. Big Short is one of those movies that just uh, floats on every six months here now. Yeah. And, or I watch mean, it's the... no spotlight, but. Well, it's not. But Or there's the HBO movie when I was sick or something a couple of weeks ago and I was like, I'm just going to watch all the HBO movies that like they made, I don't know, like 10, ten years ago about like semi-current events. Um, one was like Too Big to Fail. It was actually pretty – that was a really good one. Um, I mean, it's sort of silly because it has the like people playing the bankers or whatever. And it's a little bit silly, but I enjoyed it. Right. Well, I mean, I'm down to watch anything with Stanley Tucci in it. I made the Tucci. Touch of the Tucci. Right. It's always good. Hang on. I'm just putting down the Touch of the Tucci as an early show title. (laughs) I mean, it's not relevant to today's medium talk, but it can still work. Okay. Speaking of what you're watching, Hillary, what you watching? Okay. You know, usually I have something to recommend. Um, You know, like I, I enjoyed something and I really try to keep it to things that I enjoyed, not just something that I watched. Okay. Well, so... Christy introduced this, I don't know, a few months ago, is What You Watching? And this was something I'm watching, and I did not enjoy it, but I have to talk about it. Um, I've only talked to my father about this, and he was like, yeah, it's really bad. Okay, so, you know, I was in Dallas for um, for Thanksgiving, and it was right on the heels, or was it? Yeah, I guess we got there the day of the 60th anniversary of the JFK assassination. So in Dallas, it's like, you know, kind of a thing, even though it was like next to Thanksgiving. So what? That is so weird. That's like in 40 years, if Minneapolis wants to celebrate the celebrate, recognize the killing of George (laughs) Floyd. Right. It's so morbid. It's it's weird, but it's such it was such a obviously I was not born then, but it was such a 
like changing thing for Dallas and Dallas was kind of a smaller town then. And so when it happened, my dad who's from Dallas was like, everybody hated us. It was such a, you know, it was like, you did this to, you know, our country. This is like a scene <laughs> of terror. Now the sixth floor museum is actually very cool. They've done a really good job with, with it. Uh, but yes, it is a little bit morbid, but it's interesting. When we drove, uh, through downtown Dallas to get to my parents' house. I was like, Rory, look, like there are the tunnels. Like that's where he drove through. Anyway, and Rory and my dad and my uncle went to the Six Floor Museum. I really wanted, I said I really wanted to go, but I went to the mall, which was a mistake, but whatever. Um, and strangely, the weirdest thing is that my dad was at Love Field to greet. I mean, he was like in the crowd. He was a senior in high school to greet JFK because he like loved him. And my grandfather, not his father, my maternal grandfather was three cars behind Kennedy. So, but they like hadn't ever met. It was just they were all there. And Missy's grandfather owned the school book depository. So it's like all this sort of weird connection to it. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So I get home. You know. We recorded, I edited on Sunday night. I was like, I want to watch a movie and I want to watch something that I haven't seen. You know, I'm scrolling around. I'm on Tubi as I proclaimed how much I loved uh, Mm -hmm. last week. And I'm like, what can I watch? What can I watch? Well, so I decided to watch JFK. Now, I had never seen it. And in my family, it was very much like, do not watch. This is a bad movie. They, like, implicate LBJ, which, like, whatever. I don't really... But, like, as a kid, I was like, oh, okay. So, we're, like, not allowed to watch this movie. This is, like, not a movie <laughs> that, that we Saint watch. That's LBJ. I know. <laughs> like, we don't watch this movie. So, I just had never watched it. And I'd heard, maybe on Blank Check or some podcast, like, oh, you know, it was nominated for Best Picture the same year as uh, Silence of the Lambs. And I was just re-listening to the Jonathan Deming series. So, I was like, oh, yeah, well, maybe I'll check that out. I mean, it's kind of on the brain. I previously don't I don't really like Oliver Stone like it's just not I I think he's a crank and whatever I mean I guess at least he's interesting but it's not for me this movie was like so bad like I don't know if I was just like in the wrong headspace it's so corny and I was trying to figure out if it was on purpose but like some people were not like extreme and some people were like Joe Pesci's wearing this wig and I couldn't decide if it was supposed to look like a wig or if it was just a really bad wig or whatever. Anyway, it was, I do not recommend it. I mean, I guess I recommend it as a curio for whatever, like conspiracy theorists, but I did not enjoy it. This was not a movie for me and I will not watch it again. And I don't, I just don't, I realized again, I just don't enjoy Oliver Stone. I, I just don't. I, he's just so like, um, He's so conspiracy minded that it's like it clouds everything else for me. It just seems boring to me. And as I was listening to something today that they were like, it just, I, I, yes, I do think people lie and people have really bad evil motives. Obviously I'm not naive. I just have a real issue believing that there's any grand conspiracies on things that aren't at some point discovered because people are not that smart and people are not that organized. It's just, and people also want to tell secrets. They're like excited to tell secrets. That's just the way it is. So I just, I know I have a secret. I want to tell you guys, but I'm not allowed to tell it (laughs) for another 10 days. You got to tell me. I need to know. I need to know. You can can just tell us. I mean, we're (laughs) not going to tell anyone. I promised I wouldn't say anything until the 11th. (laughs) Just, uh, just, just, uh, we'll, we'll stop the recording for a second. You can tell us and we'll start again. Just whisper it. It's okay. Anyway, that is so what I'm just going 
I'm going to put in the show notes Hillary's JFK hot take, and people will be like, oh, she hated him as a president. <laughs> I mean, I have complicated and complex feelings about JFK as a president, but uh, that's neither here nor there. And as a man. Uh, more importantly, as a man, I think, actually. Well, yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> actually, who I really think is a terrible person is the dad. Man, he was a piece of shit. Um, but, you know, whatever. That's American history. Um, Kennedy Sr.? Is that who we're talking about? No, like Joseph Kennedy, the dad. like Oh. The, whatever. The, yes, the, yes, 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 the yes. The head guy. Um, yeah, he was kind of a bad dude. Yeah. That was who I was um, thinking of, but I couldn't remember. I thought they were all named... Robert or <laughs> or something. John, you know that was the first time. This is a total like tangent that I remember. I was like, why do people call him Jack Kennedy when I was a little kid? And mm. I, it was when I realized that, like stupidly, that Jack is a nickname for John. Why? It's the same amount of letters yeah. and numbers or and syllables. Why? Why are very many King Henrys referred to as Harry in lots know, of Shakespeare so, plays? Yeah, totally. I don't know. Um, well, while we're on, you know, revisiting the uh, legacies of beloved politicians, uh, we record this shortly after Henry Kissinger has died. Boo! Rod hell. The, exactly the <laughs> the uh, the backlash online has been so much fun. To follow yes it has so, anyway uh, also before we move on this is unrelated um to the topic of jfk and oliver stone it is related to tubi um <laughs> which is pretty much I the same like, thing if you yeah, think like, about it yeah I feel like two years ago i would have made fun of you for liking something called tubi but now we also <laughs> use tubi all the time yes does tubi um, have a cute little cartoon mascot or something or is my has my brain created that from the name I think that's web TV that you're thinking of. Mm, or like or TiVo be- or TiVo. Remember TiVo, yeah, TiVo. had a little guy. Hmm. That, I, I wasn't thinking web TV. I was thinking the TiVo guy. Um, I asked chat GPT to generate a list, uh, generate some cheesy names for free TV streaming services in the same vein as Tubi. Hmm. And it gave me 20 without even struggling. Uh, I'll just I'll cherry pick a few here. We've got FlixFlow, <laughs> View View Vibe, Quirk TV, Binge Burst, which could be something different, uh, along with JoyTube. I would also expect that oh, to be something different. Um, Snapflix, Chill Chase, Gleamstream, uh, SparkView, Fuzzybox. This is gross. <laughs> Uh, and TwinkleTube was the last one. What's wrong with Gleamstream? <laughs> Nothing. No. It gleam. Glimmer. It's not the TiVo mascot that I'm thinking of, but I don't know what it is. Gritty. No, I, I'm just kidding. I've, I've just been thinking about this business model because half the time when we're watching something on Tubi, the commercials aren't even commercials. They're just two minutes of we'll be we'll right be back. We'll be right which, back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, how are they making money on that? when they're not selling ads in that space, maybe, maybe they will eventually. And some of their other things do have ads, but like it did make me think about there's a, there's a massive surplus of TV that went through syndication or didn't go through syndication. And, and is now just not being aired anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I guess there's just no limit to what these channels. So like when we have the murder, she wrote channel on, <laughs> Like, sure, and that's still being aired on some, like, deep cable channel somewhere, but, 
you know, a year ago, I did find a cache of Caroline in the City on the oh. streaming services. <laughs> I watched some of season one on YouTube not that long ago. It's a 90s trip. Yeah. Right. And so, like, if not for something like Tubi, where else are we going to get that? Like, I don't know. I was just thinking, again, the 90s TV shows, I was thinking, like, if not for some service like this that's buried deep in the settings of my Roku, where could I ever watch Major Dad ever again? <laughs> Gerald McRaney has like <laughs> or, 14 different successful series where he plays a, a hard ass of some sort. Yeah. Or or hanging with Mr. Cooper. Like oh, I'm just yeah. thinking of these shows that I vaguely remember from my childhood and thinking, I wonder, there's probably a Tubi channel dedicated to these somewhere. Probably. It's unfortunately owned by Fox, which makes me sad, but whatever. Everything's owned by something terrible. In hindsight, I'm a little surprised that Major Dad hasn't been rebooted somehow. Mm. Yeah, that's there's legs <laughs> on that property. Did, when you were a kid, did you ever think, oh my God, the Major Dad is married to one of the designing women? Yes, it was very exciting. I think it, they're so it married. Was, like it kind of blew my mind that like Gerald yes. McRaney has a TV show and he's married to Delta Berg who has a TV show. Like, you know, married couples get TV shows all the time. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. It's like when one actor gets a job at a university and then somehow magically a <laughs> job opens up for their spouse. Uh, just I'm checking now. So Major Dad is available on Sling. Okay. Uh, and Designing Women is available on Pluto TV mm-hmm. and okay. Hulu. I mean, I do oh, yeah. Pluto for free. I do like Pluto, actually. That's another one I do like. I think, I think like Walmart or something. Who owns Pluto? Hold on, Pluto TV. Oh, Coach, Coach Paramount. is available on Ooh. on the Roku channel. Ooh, I did love Coach. I really loved Coach. I like really enjoyed that show. Man, I was that- set in Minnesota, and I never ever watched it. Oh yeah, because this- he was like the coach of the University of Minnesota or something. Uh, it was a fictional Minnesota Whatever. University, Minnesota but State. yeah, right. yeah, right. I guess it was so, the the anyway. football element turned me off more than anything. Yeah, but it's such a it's such a non factor part of the show. Yep. Oh yeah, there we go. Eureka's Castle is on Paramount Plus. <laughs> but the really important question is, where can I watch Step by Step? <laughs> oh my god. Jesus. I loved Step by Step. I did too. Oh my God. Uh, Prime Video. (laughs) That's it. We're we're doing an episode of 80s, 90s TV shows that we want to rewatch. The problem is, I wonder if we can find one that someone hasn't done a podcast about yet. I know. True. Like, I think they've all been done at this point. We have to pick a show. My Two Dads. Obscure. Oh, my two dads. (laughs) I don't know that I ever saw more than 15 minutes of my two dads, but still. (laughs) Greg Evigan. I loved it. Yes. I love you pulled the less, like the more obscure one. (laughs) 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 And the girl, I think, was on Step by Step. I think she was one of the kids. Stacy somebody. I always wanted to be named Stacy. I think so. Mm, Check back later. I'll, I'll do some. Where to stream my two dads? <laughs> Looks like it's nowhere. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Two seasons of it are on Fubo? Uh, I think of I'm... sports when I think of Fubo. I don't. For us by others? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I also like just the 10 of us, um, which was, I think, a spinoff of Growing Pains, I think. But I enjoyed that one. Anyway. Yeah, we should pick. We should pick one of these extremely <laughs> deep cut shows and do them episode by episode. Give them the West Wing Weekly treatment. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, uh, your point, Hillary, about there's probably a podcast about all of these, and it's probably hosted by the original actors yes, of the exactly. show. Exactly. If even right. like the West Wing can pull in the original talent for their podcasts. Yep. I know. Okay. Well, Joshua Molina's a, an attention whore. I mean, yes, he, he is. Yeah. Yes, so. he is. Anyway, where were we? Right. We're talking about what you're watching. <laughs> oh, <laughs> JFK. All right, she, JFK. Yeah, that somehow <laughs> spurred on to talking about my two dads. All right. The JFK to my two dads pipeline. Um, Question of the week is what what <laughs> limited run late 80s, early 90s TV show that we can find streaming for free somewhere on, on Crackle should we... Uh, should we do a podcast about episode <laughs> by episode? Uh, um, should we move uh, on to the mailbag, though? I think we should, Hillary. Okay. 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 Well, so as previewed um, in the little opening portion of this podcast, we got two emails for about jingles um, that get stuck in your, like TV jingles, commercial jingles that live on in your brain. We got two emails from one of our two trusty emailers, Bob and Justina. They sent us ads for the same local <laughs> department store question mark uh, in um, suburban New Jersey. Now they're not the same commercials that they, but it was the same jingle. Like it was, yeah, I think, I think Bob's was maybe a radio commercial and Justina's right. was a TV commercial, TV but it's commercial. the same song. Uh, and, I, and I listened to Justina's whenever it, came through yesterday or the day before or something and I was like do, 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 do. wait a minute this seems familiar how do I know this song <laughs> yep. this like big bandish kind of like with a Andrew's sister singing in the background I know can like, oh, we can we I think this deserves to be dropped in yes Bobby you gotta drop it in we'll drop it in right here if you've got a passion for fashion and you've got a craving for saving Take the wheel of your automobile and swing on down to I feel. And there you go. I mean, I kind of of think this is the platonic ideal of a commercial jingle because it does have everything you could possibly want. Yes, the Andrew sisters, although it's there's guys, too. So it's very big bandy, very catchy. (laughs) It's in a Quonset hut. There's so many details in it. Like it's open all day on Sunday. Like that must have been yep. like that was like wild in the sixties or seventies. Like blasphemy. It actually reminded me of um uh that thing you do when he's like, They're open on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, what is this world coming to? I I'll say so the the YouTube link that Bob sent us to, which I assume is a radio commercial, as I said. It's a title, the 60s and 70s jingle, and the TV commercial that Justina sent us uh, is labeled as an 80s commercial. So I think this had legs. I think they got their money's worth because it really sounds kind of 40s Yes, when you listen to the actual style. But if it was going all the way through the 80s, and by the way, uh, the blonde in the TV commercial looks kind of like Hillary. 
Ooh, wait, hold on. Let me, let me, I got to pull it back up. Well, there, there goes Hillary's attention. I know, I'm like, She's like what? wearing like a camel coat or something okay. and a hat. But I thought, I, I thought. I think, I thought, like, I think that those fashions are like cool. Like I was like, I would wear that right now. Like they're, <laughs> I mean, they're very of their time, but they're sort of, of like that 80s. Early mom 80s, jeans. Um, yes. Although they're probably not jeans. No. Do we need to pause and you can go study that while I figure out how we can do a podcast uh, going episode by episode through head of the class? <gasps> oh, I would. Head of and the actually, class. there's a lot there. Robin Gibbons, the other guy, yeah. the, the big guy who I think now is like. <laughs> Robin Gibbons, the other guy. <laughs> well, there's the guy that's the bigger guy that I think is like was accused of some bad stuff. I think Howard Hessman, who I met one time. Yeah, there's a right? lot. <laughs> yep. I, I wonder if it's been done yet. So that's one that I think maybe we could seize on, even though it went longer than I was thinking. You know? It did. Um, that's all right. But I love I love that both of these listeners sent us these. I mean, it really just it, for the like, is that the tri-state area? Like, Yeah. Or whatever that area. Yeah, we need a just... we need a New Yorker to tell us if this is a New York thing or just a Philly. You know, just right. Like Philly, New Jersey, Delaware. I guess is right there. I think like is this like Southern New Jersey kind of deal? But I loved it. It kind of reminded me. Now this is not as good of a song, but it kind of reminded me of my favorite one, which they don't play as much when we go up there. But Bobby, you know which one it is. When I first went to Boston and, you know, the TV was on all the time and it was like, Bernie uh-huh. and Phil's quality, oh, yeah. comfort, price. That's right. Or something like that. I was like, I love this. This is fantastic. Is yeah, that mattresses? It's got, like a, it's got like a real Vegas live show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like um, showgirls vibe to it. Bernie and Phil's is like a furniture store, but it's oh, like okay. a, it's like three steps down from a Raymore and Flanagan. <laughs> And, oh, and in Boston, well. you wouldn't go there. You, you'd go to Jordan's. You'd go get. You'd go to Jordan. He was a carpet layer for Jordan's. Jordan Marsh. Yeah, <laughs> you'd go <to> Jordan's. <laughs> we went to Jordan's a couple weeks ago to see the to see the Enchanted Village and get Jordan Marsh blueberry muffins because that's what you do here during the holidays. Time. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Um, anyway, um, thank you guys for sending this because it brought me a lot of joy. I this when I listened to Justina's day, I messaged the group and I was like, wait, 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 wait a second. Did they send us both the same ideal? Um, the name is ideal manufacturing company, which I like that. It's so like, mm, not romantic. It's just like ideal manufacturing company. Like it's not, it's not a good name, but you know, I like, would it. you call it, like, would you just, call, you'd just call it ideal. You ideal. wouldn't call it IMF. Yeah, because IMF sounds like yeah, sounds you're like a missile. Mission Impossible. Yeah, exactly. The Mission Impossible. International Monetary Fund. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, it's like Burlington Coat Factory. Yes. yes. And then they eventually had to rebrand themselves Burlington. Burlington. And come up with an entire jingle saying that they're more than just coats. Are they? I didn't know that. They are. They're, they they have it. They had an aggressive ad campaign when they changed their name. Actually, even before they changed their name, with their tagline being "We're more than great coats," I'm trying to think. Oh, the last I time I went to remember that, I'm trying to. I went to a Burlington Coat Factory before I went to New York in like 2008 because I did not have a coat, and it was around this time of year. Um, and actually, it was almost exactly. It was December 1st. I remember that for some reason. But I, there are a lot of coats, but there's a lot of. It's almost like not a Walmart necessarily, but like. 
like it's, a, a sporting like a, store across at the Walmart kind of. It's big, like big warehouse kind of deal. Oh, see, I we have a lot more Burlingtons. Oh, you know, and out here, and I think um, they're basically like an off-brand TJ Maxx. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I can, which, yeah, yeah. which you know. TJ Maxx is an off-brand department store, right? So, <laughs> I was going to say, off-brand TJ Maxx that's saying it's, something. It's the off-off Broadway of discount slightly <laughs> fucked up clothes. <laughs> it's Branson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, got it. Um, the, should... the, the Branson of bargain hunting. <laughs> All right, should we move on? Facebook answers. Please. Lovely Facebook group. Yeah, okay. I'm just taking a second to trademark the Branson of bargain hunting. <laughs> TM. Um Lane says, this KFC commercial from 1989, I was only three or four, brag at how young you are, when it originally aired, but I was, uh, but it was in the episodes of the Jim Henson Hour, we taped off TV that I watched over and over and over again when I was a kid. Yep. Um, yep. The My Toyota, I love it, Stinger, was also a commercial on the same tapes that's firmly <laughs> stuck in my head, too. Then there's a seasonally appropriate Taco John's hopping on the end of Police Navidad by Jose huh. Feliciano. I have something to say about this. I, I, I assume this might. is an upper an upper Midwest thing because Taco John's isn't necessarily uh, widespread around the country. Um, I think Lane's from Wisconsin. Yes, so. yes. But, I mean, I always say <laughs> there are only two versions of Feliz Navidad. The one by Jose Feliciano. And the Taco John's Christmas nachos. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas, which you will hear 87,000 <laughs> times in these parts at Christmas. And I don't know, why does nobody else ever cover this song? People say they love it, but Christina Aguilera isn't covering it on her Christmas <laughs> album. Is she? I don't, I don't know. So. I, I feel like I've heard it covered, but like... That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Everybody to, to, does like Silent Night. Who else is doing Feliz Navidad? Yeah. To bring it back to the Kennedy family, <laughs> uh, you know how how even Democrats hesitated to do anything about Cuba because Teddy Kennedy was still, you know... Uh, eventually we sort of opened things up with Cuba and then we fucked it up. But, you know, we're making, I, I think maybe, you know, Jose Feliciano is still with us. It's the only song that I think he really gets traction on anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I remember when I was a young marketing assistant to the Buffalo Phil and Jose Feliciano played Ooh. our hall and he played, Feliz Navidad and it brought down the house it was his biggest number and it was like August or something <laughs> like it's just he can't go anywhere without doing it and so maybe after he passes it'll be okay for artists like they don't want to take that away from him that's all he's got we'll and normalize I, gonna, relations get, with Feliz Navidad <laughs> we're gonna get letters because you know he's got a great rendition of Light My Fire and he's got other songs but like really if you think of Hello, Jose Feliciano what do you think of Feliz Navidad. Yeah, right. Of Feliz course. Feliz Navidad. You think of the nachos at Taco John's. Apparently, that's news to me. Yeah. <laughs> They're just nachos. It, it, it's a point taken that no one has covered it, but I wonder if it's a sign of respect. All right. All right. I'll take it. Um, Carolyn says, since you already mentioned, I'd like to buy the world a 
parenthetically, Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll mention the other building block of Gen X consumerism training by music, the Big Mac song. The Coke song was taught to us in the church choir with some what? altered lyrics. So it's definitely never never leaving my head. The Big Mac song was also remixed and updated over the years. I recall doing a hand clap version when we jumped rope at recess. For many years, I had a Rubik's Cube, which I had the lyrics printed out on each square. Um, That's some cross-marketing there. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. So sinister. Um, Rosemary just wrote, (laughs) 800-588-2300 Empire. And then she wrote, today. And then I said, the period is very important. (laughs) Like, because it is very, like, today. There's no (laughs) exclamation. Um, And then she wrote, I feel like chicken tonight. Like chicken tonight. God, Rosemary's uh, on your wavelength, Bobby. She really. <laughs> yep. yep. Oh, I should also say, when I was with my mom at Thanksgiving, she was like, I just finished your latest podcast. And she said, when Bobby started talking about that Jardians commercial. So you, uh-huh. hit, you hit a nerve with the, the um, 65 and over demo with that one, Bobby. Hey, fun story. Not just 65 and over demo. So, you know, again, back to the doctor's visit yesterday. <laughs> I you know, was sent off for labs after and, and they're just downstairs to get blood drawn, all that fun stuff. And, uh, my doctor says, as he's putting the order in, like I would do an A1C test for you. And then he explains what that is as if I don't watch midday TV all the time. <laughs> You're like, come on. And I finally cut him off and was like, I know what A1C is. Um, and he goes, but insurance has been fussy and often not covering A1C tests until we know someone has diabetes, even though that's the test it's we would diagnostic use to find test. out if oh someone has diabetes. Yes. And so he's like, well, just do your blood sugar for now and we'll use that as a first step. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, so I'm the stupid. only person in my family who doesn't have type 2 diabetes. So <laughs> let's just be clear. It's going to happen someday. But yeah. my, mom, just, uh, my mom said, and the really sad thing is that Jardiance is a great medication. <laughs> I'm sure it is. but And that commercial certainly makes it memorable. I mean... How many other drugs are we talking about right now? I, I, I'm sure that woman is so happy to be keeping her AM1C in check with Jardians. So happy. Happy enough to do a costume change in front of everyone. Just, I get it. But it's it's just quite a number. Um, anyway, okay. sorry, where were we? No, moving on. It says, I, I, Ellen says, I was told this was local to Chicago for a long time before becoming truly ubiquitous, but that could be a myth. Either way, the earworm lives rent-free. And it's, I believe it's the uh, empire today. I think everybody, uh-huh. because it was so low budge, everybody yeah, it was thought so it was janky. local. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Rosemary, I did not post this, Bobby, but I wonder if you saw it. Rosemary came back again and says, do fake jingles count? And then she posted a, a, a Simpsons image <laughs> yeah, that I didn't recognize, but I thought you might. You I see? missed it, but I'm going to check okay. now. So give me a moment and I'll report back. Okay. Uh, Julie says, suddenly salad, suddenly salad. I don't know that one, actually. I was, uh-uh. I was um, improving on that, but... Suddenly salad. I I just think, first of all, yes, the uh, Simpsons jingles 
call Mr. Plow. And of course, Mr. Plow, that's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow. Of course, I know Mr. Plow. I wasn't sure if it was going to be that or if it was going to be the Canyonero song, which is also great. Oh, hey, I'm thinking also now that we're coming up with animated ads. uh, Does anybody watch Ren and Stimpy? It's log, it's log, it's big, it's heavy, Uh it's wood, it's log, it's log, it's better than that, it's good. Everyone wants a log. Uh, You know, Ren and Snippy Uh, was one of those things that I was like sort of scared of. It was gross. It was gross. Gross. Suddenly salad. Which makes me wonder, when are we going to do our Suddenly Susan podcast? (laughs) Please, I need it. Uh, I, I okay. wonder if it's been done. Hang on, I'm going to check. Suddenly Susan podcast. I think uh, uh, Chrissy Brinkley, not Chrissy Brinkley, Brooke Shields might sue us. Susan is suddenly single podcast on Spotify. Uh, nope, that's a different, that's a different <laughs> thing. All right. She's just ripping. Uh, let's see. It's a little later than I was thinking era wise, you know, mid late 90s. But yeah. Work. How many of these shows revolved around either magazines or yes. journalists as exposition for all of these mm-hmm. workplace of settings? Course. Of course. Um, ex- so. Except for Veronica's Closet, which was a lingerie <laughs> right. company. Right. <laughs> God, but I would... Just Shoot oh. Me is the one that I was thinking of. Right. Or News Radio. That one mm-hmm. was funnier, oh, though. God, News Radio. Yeah. Oh, boy, there's a complicated cast. Yep. Well, yeah. Yep. 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 Um, okay. Moving on. Amanda says cars for kids, random roofing company jingles, car dealership ads, etc. I listen to a lot of local radio while I work from home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Amanda. Yeah. You're doing it to yourself. You are. You are. Yep. You can do better. We believe in you. Um, all right. Let's see. Jean says, I know that plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. It really dates me. Uh, and I never even took Alka-Seltzer. Uh, actually, it was written in 1975. Jingle writer Thomas W. Dahls was the father of Julianne Margulies. Julianne Margulies. Wow. You learn something there new every go. day. I think that go. was somewhere that little fact was in the recesses of my brain somewhere, but I would not have remembered it. That seems a lot older than 1975. Right? Like, it seems like it should be in, like... The 50s 40s or something. 40s yeah. or 50s, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it should be the, the Alka-Seltzer radio hour. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I like uh, what's my you. line. <laughs> yes. And it's always like a cigarette and then Alka-Seltzer. It's like Marlboro's <laughs> and then take your Alka-Seltzer. Um, and then Jonathan says, some random commercial word, the only line was living the life I want. Any help on this? Um and then he posted another one, which actually I remember this. It's like Education Connection. And I remember she kind of, it's like a kind of cute girl that's like rapping and singing about getting her education, which it's basically, you know, like we said, for profit college kind of stuff. Right. It's a little insidious. 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 Um, but yeah, thank you guys. That was fun. I liked going through those and man yep. that ideal manufacturing company that will live <laughs> in my great. brain forever it is it is um okay medium talk um we were on our jamboree we were trying to decide what are we going to talk about this week you know we talked about our thanksgiving stuff it's kind of the holiday season whatever end of year and i don't know how i think we were talking about microwaves which like are very important obviously in office kitchen culture 
Um, but it was like, uh, Bobby's thinking about whether or not he should get a bigger microwave. That's where it came from. And we were talking about the uselessness of the 30 second button. Right. Yep. And like, right. And yes, just like our, I don't know, microwaving strategies and, you know, a boiling microwave that splatters everywhere and it's annoying. Um, anyway, and then we were talking about office stuff and as, with microwaves and uh we just were like it is office kitchen culture when you're in an office it's very important it is like a part of your life and it's so funny i think about all these parts of my life that like nobody else is involved in that's involved in my life otherwise like dave or the kids or any friends or whatever it's like they don't see me existing in this role because it's like just you know me at the office but i'm like the kitchen is very important like and how people deal with the kitchen is important and people some people have very bad manners um especially <laughs> when you're working in like a, a big office people have really bad manners i think um yeah. but it's interesting to see and like it's interesting how to see people deal with a kitchen like when dave and i first started first owned a house i think i was like you if you clean the kitchen you also have to wipe down the counters like you have gross kitchen um etiquette like you need to do and i feel like this at when i'm at the office like people don't wipe anything down they're not like Mm -hmm. cleaning up after themselves they think there's like a magical fairy that's like coming to clean up after them and anyway yeah this 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 entire episode is basically just a sign written in comic sans that says your mom doesn't work here (laughs) well i sent um y'all in the slack there the woman who is the um receptionist who the receptionists are receptionist at our office also kind of takes care of like some of the kitchen stuff as well and the previous one she posted this sign that says how to load the dishwasher (laughs) it was so like i don't know passive aggressive it was just like aggressive like you were doing it wrong this is how you do it so it was a little like infographic on how to load the dishwasher because people were just like flopping it in there or not putting it in there at all just leaving it in the sink so uh yeah it is. It's it's, it's a, a good thing. little sign. If my yeah, eyes were less dilated <laughs> from my eye appointment, I could read it right now. Yes. Yes. I think it might help for us to put down a little bit of a baseline of what we're working with as far as office kitchens. Like um office kitchens and and sort of the frequency of people using them because we have three I think very different situations and Hillary yours is very much the what I would consider fancy. Yeah, compared to like, my world, but like, but you have like the very corporate, yeah, um, like stocked. You have a fridge full of all these different kinds of beverages. Are those I'm, for free? Yes, they are. Right? God damn it! And, why am I working in the public sector? Why am I working in the nonprofit sector? Right I know. Now? I know. Well, Bobby, listen, we took to, a wrong turn somewhere. I, Look I at all that did. fucking diet coke. Uh, there's and so I much see diet some coke. DDP in there too. Oh, I requested <sighs> it when I first came back. I was like, um, "Could you stock some diet Dr Pepper as well?" Uh, no, it's great. Now, listen, I have to work with Topo Chico and Lacroix and Waterloo. <laughs> yes, listen, I have to work with assholes. Not my team necessarily, but like a ah, lot some of, of your team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm just only saying that so that. <laughs> If any of them listen, that <laughs> they'll be like, which you one? You know who you are. <laughs> which one? Um, no, I need my bonus. Um, no, I um, I work with some like, you know, prima donnas who make a lot of money and they sort of demand this. Now, at my L.A. office, we didn't, I don't know if they have it different. This was 16 years ago, but 
it you had to pay for it. There's like a vending machine. But now now we have this and we have snacks, which I think the snacks are like whatever. They're fine. Like in a pinch, it works, but they're just fine. It's like the Pepsi machine in the Oakland A's clubhouse. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but as you can tell, so we have two refrigerators, like two, you know, um, whatchamacallit, like French door refrigerators. And uh, I, I think we have the exact same model. Yes. At my yes. office. And if you see in the picture, in the, I don't know if it's the second one, the one with the Fairlife milk on it, uh, yep. in, the, in the far right corner drawer, there's a Star Wars um, the lunch sack that's on its side, like in the drawer. That's where I always put my lunches. I used Rory's lunch bag <laughs> today because I couldn't <laughs> find a plastic one. <laughs> and then I was like, whatever, it's fine. Um, but yeah, this, it is kind of a mess. But it's nice. I mean, it's outfitted. For sure. But people would like storm the castle. Let's just survey here. So I see some random. I'm trying to look at the doors first. I can't identify some of that stuff. There's There's peanut butter, right? Some GIF peanut butter, maybe GIF, GIF peanut butter. (laughs) There's the fair, the fair life milk. There's a, there's a, like an Atkins shake. Yeah. I see a DDP at the top of this fridge. That's not over in the beverage cooler. I see several, I won't use the word Tupperware. Just like cheaper disposable. Oh, it's like H-E-B Tupperware. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Clearly a small pizza box. Um, uh, Lots of bags, including one like tote bag style thing. A large format bottle of Diet Coke. (laughs) A lot of like food wrapped up in grocery bags. Yep. And a lot of it just looks like garbage. Pull out, not up. Yeah, that's I guess. Yes, because I think people were like pulling it up i don't know but i like as we've discussed i mean this is my sort of a number one thing is take your shit home or throw it away because half the time and i feel bad for the receptionist because i know it's her job but but i'm sure she's like this is disgusting like people use it as like a waylay station like i know i can sometimes do that with my freezer at home where i'll just put things in there that i'm not ready to you know, deal with or throw away at that point. But like you're taking a val- valuable real estate here and it's going to start to smell. There's yep. a pint sized deli bowl <laughs> that appears to have nothing left in it. <laughs> like somebody ate something and yeah. the residual of enhanced, it is still enhanced. sitting in it. <laughs> or it's some <laughs> weird like muscles, like a few muscles or something. <laughs> It's repulsive. Lots of salad dressings. And- yeah, what I want to know is what's in the Ziploc bag that's directly <laughs> behind that. Is that a donut? Uh, enhanced. In the enhanced. Half a, I thought it was half an orange or half a grapefruit or something. Oh, I, I prefer to think it's a donut, frankly. <laughs> ah. Ooh, like a moldy ta- I'm looking grapefruit. at the other fridge now. We got takeout containers. Oh, we got one of those pack of tuna... Like the flavored Starkest tuna. Flat oh packs. no! Oh, nope. God. Red card. Oh. Red. <laughs> Get out card. of here. All right. Tuna so that, that's that's Hillary's office environment with your free beverages and your yes. paper cup station and fuck your... that. Yep. Um, and what's what's academic uh, life look like for your kitchenette? What's what's the layout? Well, they finally actually put a kitchen in a few years ago. Before that, there was just like a sort of kitchenette in a hallway thing. And now we have an actual break room that has a couple of small tables. It has that same French door refrigerator and 
two microwaves, guys. Two yeah. microwaves Hell to alleviate yeah. the microwave line at lunch. The congestion. Yes. There's no uh, dishwasher. So there's, I guess there are cupboards that have like mugs and shit. Um, and the only kind of good, well, the good feature, I think, is the sink. They got a really wide, shallow sink because nobody's washing pots and pans in there. Why would you have a regulation sink? It's just something right. that right. Um, is very wide. Um, all the better for soaking your fucking oatmeal bowl <laughs> since breakfast <laughs> until 4.30 p.m. Ugh. Ugh. So gross. But, like, I have to say, I don't ever use the kitchen. I mean, I really don't now that I work from home, but I never use the kitchen. When I worked in the office, I would bring my lunch bag and have a freezer pack in it and keep it at my desk because I was just so uncomfortable with, like, adding my food to an unsupervised environment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And this is despite you being somebody who used to bring in share share size treats yeah all the time yeah and you still weren't relying on the kitchen i i would say there was maybe once or twice when i had something that needed to be refrigerated that i put it in the fridge but other than that nope kept it at my desk yep yeah so i have the shabbiest uh option of the three of us here so i'll I'll talk about my current situation and also reflect a little bit on the last place I worked. So at Blue Heron, um, because the staff is really just, I mean, there's three of us technically, but really no one works in the office full time. And until I started, no one was really working in the office at all. Like it was a place to meet once a week as a team Mm -hmm. and then to go in if you had to do something like check the mail or grab some CDs from the inventory or whatever. So it's one room with a desk and a table and a bunch of shelves. And it's more of a storage unit with windows than an actual office. And it's in a building of a bunch of these little offices and the bathrooms are just shared bathrooms. So it's two floor office. Each floor has a small men's room and a small ladies room. They're locked. You have to use your office key to open the bathroom door. Ooh. That's it. Uh, and then, because, of course, when I got my keys, my one key to the main door and the bathroom and the key to the office, I, of course, walked around trying to open every common door in the building. <laughs> the door right across from our office has, like, the access to the electrical panel and stuff, this closet, and there's, like, a utility sink in there. And one of the, one of the offices down at the other end of the hall is an art studio, and I think he must use it to, like, get water and dump sure. water because it smells kind of painty just fine yeah that's not bad but there is no kitchenette and Mm. in our little room when i started there was a microwave a small microwave and that's it Mm. just and so i immediately bought a small keurig i wouldn't i would prefer not to have a keurig i prefer to have a regular coffee maker but i'm not going to make pot of coffee for just me or yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. if someone else is in yeah. that's the saving um, grace of the keurig because keurigs are gross um yep but sometimes i mean not in my family but like sometimes you just have a one coffee drinker in your family or whatever and it's just as easier because you don't not wasting a whole pot of coffee yeah and i mean i could walk several hundred feet to the closest duncan yes. but like 
sometimes I don't want to walk half a block to the closest Duncan. Yes. Just need a cup of coffee. Um, I have now since added um, uh, a zero water like pitcher filter. Mm. Um, it's one of the larger ones. And I'm still trying to figure out like the smoothest way to refill it because I can only either use the bathroom sink or that utility sink. I need some sort of pitcher to like move the water around back and forth. I need to get water from the sink to the zero water pitcher and from the zero water pitcher to the coffee maker. So I'm still navigating that. Um, in my old offices, I, I actually demanded and paid for a water cooler or a bubbler, as they call it out here. Bubbler. Um, so that there would always be fresh filtered water because I'm a snob and I don't <laughs> want to drink tap water. Oh, my God. And, and I just, you know... I didn't do that here because I'm already getting enough of, hey, what are you doing messing with our vibe? And I thought <laughs> that it's only like 20 bucks a month to have one of those, but I didn't want to deal with it. So the zero water pitcher was my thing. And then like last week, I had a board member come in and have a coffee with me. And I was like, well, I take it black. So I didn't bother getting stuff. So I bought some shelf stable creamers and like stole a handful of sugar from Brugger's bagels. <laughs> Uh, so that I would have them if somebody needed them. And I brought in a couple of coffee mugs. Yeah. Um, and some paper cups just in case as a backup. But, like, I still haven't fully – I don't have any refrigerator right now. Yeah, and, that's an issue. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and so that was one of the things I wanted to crack open tonight. But but before I do, um, I'll step back and I'll just say, so Albany Symphony is a good example of, you know, b before this – mini fridge overflowing with people's shit yep mm -hmm. no one no one's in charge of that corner of the office so it's just always kind of harried um microwave which i literally used twice the entire time i worked there and the second time was in my last week i don't remember what it was but i remember it was one of those ones that looks retro even though it's not i mean yes. all of the microwaves come out of the same factory in china Yes. All made by the same company, but it was like designed to look, it had knobs instead yeah, yeah, of yeah. punch yeah. numbers. <laughs> yeah. And I was standing there looking at it and I was like, I've worked here for two and a half years and I don't know how to use this fucking microwave. <laughs> we always used it as a place to hide food from the mice. God. Because that office had mice. Uh, but I never actually used the microwave. And then also a toaster oven. Mm which I thought was a bold choice in an office full of paper. <laughs> and also and like, mice. Like, like <laughs> yeah. a messy, a messy office. Oh, yeah. We pulled out the water cooler there one day and somebody found an entire Eggo waffle. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> that somebody had toasted and then dropped behind the water cooler. So no wonder there were mice. But, uh, yeah, the toaster oven threw me for a loop. I've never worked anywhere else with a toaster oven. We had a regular toaster at the Boston Music Aviva office that I bought. At one point, because uh, Dick would come in and we would do tuna sandwiches. And one day he asked me if there was ever any way that he could have toasted bread for a tuna sandwich. And I was like, yes, a $15 oh, toaster. God bless him. We can make that happen. What a uh, sweet pea. Yeah. So, yeah. So we've got Hillary's got the corporate office and you've got the academic nonprofit sector office. And I have like the barely a kitchen. <laughs> set you've up got right basically now. nothing. <laughs> you've got oh, your yeah. own cre created little thing. Right, and we all have our own gripes here. So, yes. Hillary, I think your number one gripe pretty much summarizes everyone's. Yeah. Take your shit home or throw it away. That's it. Yeah. Yep. The end yeah. of the week, it yep. could be there for a few days, I guess, but like end of the week, like get rid of it. It's gone. Yeah. Well, I, I, my corollary to that is the people that go shopping and then bring in 
14 frozen meals, 14 lean cuisines that they put in the freezer (laughs) and proceed to have there. And then the the issue is that, like, I'm not wild about the 14 lean cuisines, but at least if they ate them one every day, that would be something. But like 85% of the time, they decide to go out for lunch instead. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. the lean cuisines are the backup plan rather than like the primary plan. So now they're using two thirds of the freezer for the lean cuisines they don't eat. Yep. I got very heated about that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I agree. I need the space. And then so one time I did find a dead duck in the freezer. <laughs> oh my god! I'm I'm sorry. What? Yeah, somebody left a whole dead duck in the freezer. Like they I had like remember. on hunting for or something. Some like I a- don't remember what the deal was. And it, to be clear, it's not just <clears throat> my department because we have we have capital planning and Fish real estate and wildlife on the floor <laughs> with us. So it's three departments that share the kitchen, <laughs> and it was one of them. Oh God! I yeah, don't definitely. Know. It was shocking. It, some that is shocking. You're like, what? What is this? Oh my goodness gracious! Okay, that's a a beak. <laughs> God, it's so gross. Ah, uh, a beak. Oh my God. <laughs> but back to the lean cuisines. This is not <laughs> your kitchen at no, home. Exactly. It's not exactly. your storage space. You don't exactly. get to bring a month's worth of lunches and leave them there. No, you don't. Just bring them maybe, I guess, at the beginning of the week. If that's I mean, serve frankly, you, I prefer you to bring the one that you're going to eat today. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's okay. frustrating. So- I, th- I guess this is a good time to get into my question then, because one of the things that we were talking about the other night was that I, I've been moving things around in this office and I have found a plug, found an outlet <laughs> and made a little wall space uh, for a mini fridge because we don't have one right now. And more than anything, I would really like to put a 12-pack of Diet Coke. Right. So when you say mini fridge, are you talking like a dorm fridge or like a waist-height kind of deal? Well, so this is the question. <laughs> ah. Um, I have been monitoring Facebook Marketplace and oh, yeah. Craigslist. But I'm also a little skeeved out yeah. about yeah. used fridges. Like, like I, if it's clean, that's great. But like... I can tell by what neighborhood it's being posted in. If it's like, if it's in Brighton, beautiful, safe Brighton, where all the college kids live, where we lived when we were out here last. <laughs> um, I don't want a, a mini dorm fridge coming out of one of those gross college apartments. No, that was never cleaned. Um, that was ne- nothing ever happened except like beer and like rotting shit. Right. And, and you don't know on a, in a broader sense, you don't know who's put a duck or hasn't put a duck <laughs> right. in a used fridge. And I want to know the duck. So uh, when I when Viva's office, you know, and I shared office with a couple other people, um, we had a full size fridge that my office mate got off Craigslist or something for like twenty five bucks. But like that was built that that office had a kitchen. It was actually at one time it was the sort of cafeteria dining area for a different office, and so it had a counter with a sink. And it had like a spot where a fridge was clearly supposed to go. And so we had a full-size fridge that we barely needed, which was awesome. Um, 
and I didn't care where that came from because it just showed up and it looked clean and I didn't have to think about it. But mini fridges aren't that expensive. Like even brand new, the little cube dorm ones are probably 80, 90 bucks on sale. And then the hip height ones are probably 120 bucks. And then for 150 bucks, you can get the one with two doors with a little tiny freezer on top and a fridge underneath. Mm-hmm. And so what level of investment do I want to make in having cold things at the office where I'm not required to be more than once or twice a week if I don't want to be, but I do tend to end up there four days a week. Well, I don't know. I have, I have experience in the retail job of mini refrigerators that we had in the break room. Uh, the half height mini refrigerators that had a little freezer compartment within the fridge, yeah. like your hotel yeah. fridge yeah. would be. Right. And right. I just think that those freezer compartments are not worth it yeah. at all. I agree. I think if you want right. something with a freezer compartment, you're going to have to shell out and get the one that has a separate yeah, little freezer in it. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Those things um, suck. My first apartment I've in Berkeley had it, yeah. that and it sucked. I've never seen one successfully make a tray of ice cubes. No. Yeah. No. No. Right. No. No. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't do that. And then the f- the freezer question is just that. Like, there's only a couple of us who would ever be there or use it. True. I'm a block from a Trader Joe's. And the problem I'm having in that office is I will get there at 730 or 8 in the morning. I get in early often because I'm usually dropping Sam off at work and I'm already in the car. So I just go in. And at like two o'clock, I'll look up from my desk and go, shit, I didn't have lunch. And this neighborhood is full of restaurants, but a lot of them are like sit down restaurants, like bars that are open and have a lunch menu. Yeah. And I don't want to sit and like do that. And I can only eat like a sub from the pizza place so many times or Dunkin' for lunch so many times. And like, should I just go over to Trader Joe and buy, you know, four butter chicken frozen things and just shove them in there? And do exactly what you hate from that other person, Anne, except that it's not really anyone else's freezer. Right. Like it basically is just my freezer. If nobody else is going to be using it, then yeah. stock right. away. By the way, I just put a link in Slack of what you need to buy. Uh, Ooh. Yes, I have, I have seen these. They're not <coughs> real fridges, right? They're more like um, swamp coolers. Like they're it holds more like... six cans of beverage, <laughs> and that's it. But look how cute yeah. it is. It's really they're cute. adorable. But I no, but sincerely, I think they're not like I think they're evaporators. They're not like real refrigerator. I mean, I guess if the can's cold, why do I care what technology yeah. is making it cold? But <laughs> I can't cram a Trader Joe's butter chicken frozen lunch entree in there. Oh my god! If my desk was a little bit bigger and yes. I could just have six cans of Diet Coke up here at all and times, that would oh. be so cute. That would be so cute. And I. I think we could, you could make room for this if you got this for Christmas. I'm just saying. Mm, probably. <laughs> Figure it it's out. It's probably like USB powered, right? I mean, it's designed to be. Yeah, 40 bucks. That's yeah. easy. Oh, look, this one. $33.99 when purchased Ooh. online. The, it's uh, so cute. the picture, the picture of the, the one where it's open. The canned soda in there is something calorie soda, and then it's called Just Drink It. Oh, honestly, <laughs> I somehow thought it was Campbell's soup. <laughs> it looks like it, but your eyes are also. That's true. I'm starting to get eye strain from squinting. Oh, no. Close your eyes. 
Ah, uh, yes. This is the kind of cooler that, um, yeah, so this gets as cold as 20 degrees below ambient room temperature. Ah. Like, it's not a real refrigerant. It's, a, it's like just blowing air through it in a way that helps it cool. And this one has the car lighter adapter, so you could actually have in your car. And <laughs> we, could, we could pimp your Toyota. Uh. With... Uh, on-demand cold diet coke oh wait okay so here's one bobby <laughs> i like this one too this ah, looks like it's go. a real fridge it's got this a cool like old a timey fridge. handle and it's got the bottle opener on the side Ooh, i know and this this is truly like dorm or hotel room size right this is fridge. cube size yeah um it's hang on a super I'll... cute Target sells the, uh, this is just an average Target now. <laughs> Target sells the mini fridge with freezer. And again, much like the microwaves, I'm pretty sure like there's like 40 different brand names of these fridges and they all look exactly the same sure. except the name. And uh, here's the one that's the Medea brand of all these things. And it is, it's the mini fridge with the freezer on top and it's only 140 bucks. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I would do it. Right. Yeah. Of course, on Craigslist, I could also just get a full-size refrigerator for <laughs> basically for free if you look at the right time. Of the, like tonight is probably the right time to go find one whenever somebody's lease is up. Yep. Yeah, but yeah. the smell. The, yeah. Right. Like right. it's not a bad smell, but it's not a good smell. No, it's not a new smell. I mean, I, I won't dive too much into the the ongoing realization of just how poor I was growing up. But like a lot of my clothes came from thrift stores and... That smell of a thrift store is sort of unique, Triggering. even though all thrift stores have it. And clothes from a thrift store, like there are things I was okay wearing and things I wasn't. The refrigerator is just, I guess, in the things I wasn't category. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Just a little too personal, a little too organic. A little cl too close to the body. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. So... So I should go pro or pro freezer then. I Separ think separated so. freezer. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to fool around with any of that in cabin freezer nonsense. No. No. That's bullshit. Doesn't work. Right. Um. Uh. Okay. Let's let's talk about the poor etiquette of other people. Yes. Um, Annie, you have another serious one. Yeah. I I, I mentioned it b before. No soaking your dirty dishes. No, it's bullshit. Yeah. Just wash them. Yep. The the funny thing about this conversation is that we were like twenty minutes into this on the jam book before we were like, "Is this a show?" So no. like we may have to remake some of our points. But I did reference the person that came to work and made oatmeal every day. Mm. Like I'm, I understand that not everybody's like me and like wants to wolf down a bucket of dog food as soon as they wake up, you know, or whatever's handy. Some people don't get hungry. with Like Meredith doesn't get hungry right away, I know. So some people, maybe they get to the office before they have breakfast. But then when you make your oatmeal, you can't then no. fill the empty bowl with water and let it sit no. in the sink all no. day because no. that is disgusting. Gross. It looks like Again, barf it's, in a bowl it's not, that's soaking. Right. <laughs> it's not your kitchen. So you and don't also, get to leave your shit lying around in it. I mean, this is what I say to Dave. This is, yes, in the office as well. It's like, 
just wash it out. Like it'll be fine if you just wash it out. It's like ready to be washed when you're done using it. I yep. like you you have a minute to spare to clean yep. it out. Yes, oatmeal can get a little crusty on the bowl and that's the choice you made yes, when you chose to, to have oatmeal. Agree. Agree. Um, if you didn't want to no scrub f- that, make toast. Right. <laughs> exactly. I have no facility to do dishes at the current office setup. And so Yeah, that's a problem. The yeah. coffee mugs uh, are getting a, a rinse and wipe for like the two mugs that I use regularly. Dunked in the toilet. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and then uh, and then they're just coming home every few yeah. days to get cycled through the dishwasher. Yes, that's because, reasonable. That's yeah. fine. We had the it's same fine. problem at Albany Symphony and too many times I ended up doing dishes in the bathroom sink at that Ooh, office. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when I yeah. brush my teeth before I go to the dentist in the in the bathroom sink at the at the office. I'm like, this feels yeah. weird. This feels wrong. Yeah. Well, it's like in college doing dishes in the bathroom sink there. Yes. It's just like, oh, yes. yuck. It's just terrible. Gross. Gross. Um, I have a very specific bad coworker thing that I don't know if I told the story here before I may have, but... Um, Back when I worked at Viva and shared office with a couple of roommates, we had one guy who was just a little quirky, super nice guy, really like him. Sometimes common sense lapses. Um, he got it in his head that we had a we have one of those larger Keurigs. So the one I have now is like you put the one amount of water in it to make the one cup of coffee every time. The little tiny guy. We had one with a reservoir uh, in that office. Um, and, and I should note, for years, Keurig would give a free, like a voucher for a free Keurig away to nonprofits in Boston. And so I had a new Keurig like every year that I was giving away in auctions and things. And so we, we just had it because it was free. It was easy. He decided that it was time to descale the mm. Keurig. Like it probably had some flash, some alert or something. And rather than buy the descaling liquid that they sell, he knew that you could descale a coffee maker with vinegar which is common. I've done it plenty mm-hmm. of times. Sure. Yep. Sure. Uh, classic Mr. Coffee. You take a, yep. what, a cap full of vinegar, basically, and dump it in a pot full of water and, and go. I've descaled uh, my shower head that way in the kitchen yep. sink nozzle. Sure. Uh, he didn't realize you're supposed to dilute the vinegar. <laughs> oh, no. So the man <laughs> dumped an entire bottle of white vinegar into the empty reservoir of the Keurig and just proceeded to brew hot vinegar water. <laughs> His mistake was he should have added coffee to it. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. oh what a terrible fate for coffee. Oh, um, coffee vinegar. Mm. Office smelled like vinegar. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing tasted the same coming out of that Keurig ever no. again. We had to throw it out. Oh, oh that's so funny. Uh, and so terrible. So terrible. Yeah. Uh, an entire bottle of white vinegar. Oh, boy. Gross. I was so, so mad at him. <laughs> Some, like, but mad mad to the point where you can't, like, I'm not going to yell at another grown adult. No. Just yeah. like. What are you doing? You know, like, I just, what, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, please. Sir. Uh, right. Uh, uh. Well, uh, when you started um, talking about this, Bobby, and you have it written as the vinegar instant on the spreadsheet, yes. which sparked a memory for me, so I wrote down the burrito incident. Oh boy! Um, you know, different Ooh. shit 
<laughs> not even a similar similar feeling of, at the uh, at the conclusion of it is uh, the day that uh, Sherry from Space Management, I believe it was, put a burrito to reheat in the microwave, and we're going to reheat it for a minute and accidentally put an extra zero. No, um, at the end of that time, and then wandered away and forgot about it. And the fire alarms went off and we had to clear the entire building. And I think it was cold outside and it stank like burnt burrito in the office for a long time. Did she want to die? Like, was she properly embarrassed? (sighs) I don't know. I didn't really know her. The, the most amazing part about that is that it was still frozen in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of a microwave burrito because uh, we've we've done an episode on meal prep, and I will occasionally get TikTok meal prep of like make these burritos for the week, and then also just like a couple of um, Mexican restaurants I really like sell like their burritos frozen, like. There's there's a place in Buffalo like they sell their burritos first. And what a good idea! Yeah, just, it doesn't it does not work. No. It's it doesn't work. Frozen on the inside or it's like lava hot on the inside. There's no in between. Right. Uh, but the idea yeah. of being the vinegar guy or the burrito lady, <laughs> that shit follows you forever. Yes. <laughs> yep. yes. Um. Ugh. I feel bad. I'd be so embarrassed. That's like how I am stressed out ever about like getting into an accident or fender bender or my car, like getting a flat tire during rush hour. Like I'm the person that's causing the congestion. Right. Like I'm the, yep. like, I can't pull over. It's my fault. Ugh. Yep. When you, when everybody else's GPS is saying like stalled vehicle ahead, that's you. That's yeah. me. Ugh. So, um, Anne would like people to uh, not make a mess of the uh, microwave and set off the alarms. <laughs> but Hillary, you want people to go a step further than just keeping the microwave clean. You would also like them to keep it clear. Yes. I hate. <laughs> the microwave's going clear. <laughs> yes. I want the microwaves to be Scientologists, but also <laughs> I hate when people leave time on their microwave. It like. It's becoming like an obsession of mine. Like even if I'm just going in to get coffee in there and there are multiple places in our office. Our office is big. There's multiple places, you, multiple coffee stations that you can go to. Yes, it's fancy. Um, but I like to go in there. I like the particular machine in there. And I will go while my coffee is being made. I will go through and clear out. All, I mean, maybe I like when people don't clear it. So it gives me a little job to do. Like I'm like, okay, I got to clear it. I don't know what it is. It's like. If I if I'm like mm, I'm gonna take it out three seconds before it's done, I would always clear it out. How it's like a dangling participle. Like how do you leave that out there? I don't understand. Dave does it in so, the house too, and it makes me crazy. I, I just have so many questions yes. about this. Number one, yep. who would take it out with just like I don't less know. than ten seconds left? You let it <laughs> oh, at that I, point. What I do that because I don't want the alarm to go off. Oh well, okay. Oh. Oh, I see the the I'm done alarm, not the fire alarm. Um, right. This this is the uh, this is like how I always turn off the GPS like two blocks before I get home, and it never gets the satisfaction of having completed the drive. Yeah. So uh, what what is the reason that you don't want the microwave to ding? 
You just don't That's like why. it? I don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Actually, the I, one that because I, I'm oh, okay. Oh, wait, I still have questions. You can't talk anymore until I ask my questions, Hillary. <laughs> on average, how much time wait, would you say wait, is wait, left? Wait, wait, wait. Just don't never ask another question. I want to see how long this can last. <laughs> how much? I mean, are we talking like Bobby size, like three seconds left, or is it twenty-eight seconds left? Um, I would say it's usually under 10 seconds, uh, but I've seen 30 seconds before, but usually okay. it's under 10 seconds. So these are all Bobby people then yes. who yes. don't want to be annoyed by the signal that it's done. Not the person who needed to microwave something for two minutes, but just pressed the six and then just did the math <laughs> in their head. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know what the deal is. I've never seen it in action. Like I've never, if, every time I go in there, I would say most of the time. When I go into the kitchenette kind of deal, it's always like me and some random person from the other side of the office that I don't know. And I have to make like, how you doing? Kind of conversation, like uncomfortable, like uncomfortable small talk. Kind of Shoot thing. me now. Hard or hardly working. <laughs> Shoot <laughs> me right? in the face. Well, because this is the thing. My team almost always goes to lunch, like almost always goes to lunch. And I could go with them um, and they pay for me because I make way less money than they do um so i could go to lunch with them except like i want to be alone <laughs> then you'd have to be lunch. with them yes and like they play cards and they they like to gamble that's like they're they like play blackjack and they linger for like two hours and i'm like they like to stay at the office later like they kind of like to stay at the office until like six or whatever oh, and i'm like i'm no. out of there at like four no. like i gotta get yeah. out at four i need to go so i'm like i need to get work done i also want to play candy crush or connections on the new york times like i want to do things by myself for a second so i'm like you just I'm not need going to, to lunch. chill yes i just need to chill and not right. talk to anybody so when i go into the little kitchenette it's usually someday i like sort of know or whatever oh another thing wait this just reminded me Yes, clear the microwave. I also hate when people comment on what I'm making. It, like, makes me lose my mind. That is actually one of my number one pet peeves. I'm sorry. I did not write that down. There's a girl It's like that... the SNL target lady. Yes. And I'm like, she's like, mm, it's another good looking one. I'm like, yeah, it's leftovers from last night. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. It's not that good. Like, it's fine. It's leftovers from last night. Like, there's nothing. I'm not a chef. It's fine. It's like... A, a, soup, a chicken soup I made last night in the crock pot. Like there is enough. I dumped cans into a crock pot. There's nothing um, gourmet about this. That is frustrating. But yes, I, I, I do hate. I don't know why people lean out. And I, Bobby, I get the beeping noise. It's sort of annoying. And I like to. I do actually like to wait until it beeps and then clear it right as it beeps. So like I don't hear a sustained <laughs> beep. Like I'm like I got it. What I really hate is when it double beeps at you. Like. You're taking too long. I'm still ready in here. Like, did you forget about me? I'm like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. I'm cutting up my avocado right now. I'll be there. Yeah, like, like I, I know. <laughs> Where? Ugh. Um, yes, I don't know why this is such a tick of mine, but it just is. It just feels incomplete. Like you just didn't, you didn't, I don't know, finish the job or something. So this, this mention of the awkward conversation with the person that you don't really know as you're waiting for the microwave that is one of the reasons you behind my fi- well no my final point that I put on there which is I'll be dead before I use the kitchen in the yeah. office you know yeah. Bobby you said yeah. uh, Albany Symphony you worked there two and a half years and you only used the microwave twice 
I have been at the University of Minnesota since 2008, and I have never used the microwave there because I am not putting myself into that situation because you either are trapped and have to deal with anybody who comes up and decides Mm -hmm. to be social, or you both stand there and you pretend... (laughs) That you, you just don't see somewhere. one another, which <laughs> right. is super weird. Or you have to leave. And as the burrito incident has taught us, you don't leave the microwave unattended. That's yes. that's as, as bad as like leaving your clothes in the dorm washers and yes. not being there to get them and pick it out. So that is one reason that I just steer so far away from Give it a kitchens wide is those enforced chit chats that mm-hmm. I am completely incapable of dealing with. Yeah. No, I mean, as I kind of envy Bobby, you yes. just have to chit chat with yourself. <laughs> yeah. Which I do all day long. <laughs> I'm insufferable. I'm so glad. Um, and also uh, the new office, uh, the walls are very, very thin and the office next to ours is um, a company that offers, like they manage janitorial services for commercial properties. And they don't really, I mean, they hire crews, but they're also like hiring companies that that have the crews. So really they're just salesmen. And there's a guy who's running the sales room and has these kids working for him. And he's basically doing his Glengarry Glenn Ross impression (laughs) for them every day. Janitorial broker. Yes. Yeah, it's all brokering. And so this guy comes in and he's got this thick Boston accent and he's always just like yelling at these guys about how they got to be on the phones and how they can't let these people bust their balls. And they're going to call them back. And then I'm hearing them ask questions like, well, how much are we supposed to mark this up? And he's just making up prices (laughs) like, oh, well, they're charging us 80. So we're going to charge 140 and on and on every little thing through the wall. And he's loud and crude. And Mm -hmm. um, I kind of love it. Because he's not kind of like, <laughs> those are the kind of sales guys I like. Like, don't pretend you're not a smarmy asshole. Just, yep. like, own it. That's yep. good. Yep. Um, I literally, I think I could I think I think could work for him now because the walls are so thin that I've heard everything he said for the last month. <laughs> you're trained. You know, you could. Yeah. Like, yeah. I could just walk into his office and sit at one of the computers and just go. And I went in there one day. I was like, hey, so. Uh, and he looked at me and said, let me guess. I got to be quieter. I was like, yeah. So it's not it the just- first time this has come up. <laughs> Um, but it's a big empty room with just some computers along the walls. So there's nothing to absorb the sound. Mm. I think I'm going to get him some tapestries for Christmas. Oh, very nice. <laughs> very nice. Which um, tapestries, I though? I don't know. I um, Probably like uh, wolves howling at the moon. Oh, I was going to say uh, Patriots. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. that too. Oh, yeah. That would be. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a basketball fan in his crew that is trying to teach him about like some other basketball team, but it's yeah. I have his cell phone number because he was yelling at it at someone so loud that I just decided to write it down. Six one seven. Yeah. Um, so, should anyway. I do my final one? You should. Cause I, I sort of pushed it to the end because, uh, Yes. You are jacuzzi. I know. Uh, ho- hoisted by your own bad etiquette <laughs> petard Listen, here. I know that this is terrible and I am, I I don't love that I do this on occasion, but sometimes, not always, because I don't mind it cold if I've already roasted it, but sometimes I have been known to microwave broccoli, (laughs) and it smells like utter shit in there, and I 
I tend to eat my lunch a little bit later. I usually eat around one thirty or two. I I just like it because it means the day is like going to go fast afterwards. So it makes me happy. So luckily there's nobody really using it as much, but occasionally somebody will come in here and go, Whoa, somebody's microwaving <laughs> broccoli. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. So yes, I know that it's bad. I try not to do it. I have done it where I've gone to Trader Joe's and I'm like, I'm just going to add some broccoli on the side of it. And I microwave it and I feel bad. So I'm, I'm 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 self-aware enough to know that I'm doing a bad thing. Will I stop doing it? Probably not, but I know that it's a bad thing. I don't think I'm bothered by broccoli microwaving because you know what? It's a vegetable. You're being it healthy, is. and <laughs> yes. I think that's great. And I <laughs> think I don't know. I think I always eat my leftover broccoli cold because I do. Well, I like cold food a lot, so I don't I know did. that I have have a lot of um, experience with it. So what I, this is, this is a, okay, this is getting into like weird food habits or whatever. I like cold, like roasted broccoli, like something that I have previously roasted or whatever cooked in some way. Um, I don't like, unless I have like a ranch to dip it in, I don't really love a raw broccoli. So that's why I'm trying to get it like a little bit charred. I don't mind the temperature. I actually, Dave um, accuses me of having like poor, like I don't. I don't care if my drinks are really cold and I don't care if something's hot or cold. Like it doesn't really bother me that much. I just like the texture of a little bit of a like charred broccoli. So wait sometimes- a minute. Wait a, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you <laughs> telling me that you're microwaving raw broccoli to try and char it? A little bit. I just need it a little bit charred. Just like a little bit cooked down. Not like, it's not like roasted charred. It just is like a little bit charred. I, yeah, I don't know if char is the word you're looking for. A little browned. I don't know. I don't know what I'm Browned? Like. <laughs> well, like, it's like a little bit burnt. Like, it just is like a little bit cooked down. I don't like the Okay, feeling- wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm sorry to keep interrupting you, but this is important. Is. How long are you microwaving this raw broccoli to get it browned? Like two minutes. Bobby, do you know what she's talking about? I'll- I, I don't I understand. Never, I have uh, never tried this. Um, context. Um when we moved into this apartment, uh, we were moving out of an apartment that had a built-in microwave, and so we did not have a microwave. I went to the Boston Music Aviva storage unit slash library um, and took out the old office microwave and brought it here. And it's just a little tiny one, and it's not very high-powered. I briefly considered not having a microwave because Absolutely I didn't not. know that I – you know, like, I don't want Chef Mike running my life. Uh, but – I never in my life have thought about microwaving raw broccoli. It's just never occurred to me to try to cook it that <laughs> just way. Put a little water on it. Well, that's the thing. And it, if I had a whatchamacallit, I wish we had a um, a um, little convection oven, you know, a, a toaster oven, because I would just like do it in there because that could give me a little bit of char. I don't know what it is. I don't like the taste of raw broccoli, like the little leaves. I don't know. I'll I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I'll do an example. At some I've point. done I've done steam in bag broccoli, yes. but it doesn't I mean, get you know brown. What? Of course, yeah. No, the steam in bag, like I mean, the frozen broccoli, we do that probably at least once a week. I mean, brown is maybe like it's it just isn't uh, it just isn't the bright like fresh green. It's just as a little bit. I don't know. I put a little water in it, like in a bowl, and it kind of like cooks it around. I don't know. I'll do a little example lure uh, next time I do. I truly don't do it often because a lot of times I'll bring. Um, like I'll cook salmon and broccoli and bring it in, but I don't cook that. Like I don't mind having, that's like, 
I don't, that's gross. Like I would have that cold. That's like not a big deal, but it's already roasted. So it doesn't, and it already has like salt and shit on it. So it, it like, it's fine. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. I'll explain it when I do it the next time when I, <laughs> so <'cause> confused. Because I, <laughs> I do, I also have a Trader Joe's that's down like two blocks from my office. So if I forget my lunch or I don't like what I brought or whatever, I'll just like go run and get a little mini bag of broccoli and some, I don't know, mishmash and put it together. Um, anyway. But it's because it's not great. I, I would say, and Bobby, you'll have to say whether you agree with me or not. When you do the steam and bag broccoli, that doesn't smell bad when you cook it. No, right? Not at all. Some, some, I can't see about anybody. The way that's been, yeah, right. it's not so a little I, farty in the way that I feel like it's. <laughs> it's done. It smells a little. It just gassy. smells like broccoli. So I just, I'm very curious about this cooking method. Well, I mostly think that if you are emanating a smell from the like microwave, I feel sort of bad. That's like a pungent. Not pungent, like it's necessarily bad, but it's like a strong smell. I feel sort of bad. Like I'm like, uh, I don't want to like um, corrupt the the atmosphere. But I will yeah. say, we have four microwaves. <laughs> we have four microwaves, so I, I don't ever feel bad about like um, using a microwave. Like you can use any number of other ones, so it's not like there's a lack of it. You know, there's there's not a line to use the microwave anytime, mm-hmm. but. Um, Anyway, I admit that I do it, but I really, I otherwise try to keep it clean. And I really try to take my shit. That is number one. Take your shit. That's the lesson that we've learned. Take your shit home with you. I just think that's just the price that you pay when you come to use a microwave is that some of the smell is always going to get absorbed into the microwave. That's why office refrigerators and microwaves always smell so strange. Like we said, yep. it's not bad, but it's not good. Yep. And I think it's like so many f- flavor node aromas getting absorbed into the plastic and whatever. So like, I don't know. I think smells from the microwave is kind of fair game. Yeah. I, I only yell at people for eating bananas around me. I know. <laughs> so I mentioned this to Sam uh, as we were getting ready to set up here to record. You know, and she works in a world where there's like a lot of people using a break room and and all that. And I, I she asked what we we're going to talk about. And I said, you know, sort of food and office etiquette. And she said, oh, uh, like what? And I said, you know, like microwaving smelly things like fish. You know, that's sort of the cliche one, right? And right. she looked at me and she said, we're not allowed to, to judge that anymore because you might be picking on somebody's like cultural, the kind of, the kind of food that you eat at home, yeah. right? It could be a cultural thing yeah. or whatever. And you're just not accustomed um, and, to the smells. And I guess, you know, she works in a, in a corporate enough environment. I, I wouldn't expect the kind of people you work with, Hillary, to be this nuanced. <laughs> but Probably no. not. No, no. Kidding. I've met some of your people. I'll, uh, um, but like, uh, you know, they're they're like specifically like, no, you can't like, you can't criticize somebody stinking up the break room. Basically, this is an interesting topic too. I think because if you work somewhere that has a cafeteria, that place is full of smells all the time, and nobody's totally. yep. offended yep. by it. So where's the line? Is it the small contained space? I don't know. I guess maybe so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I miss having I miss having a cafeteria. Sam has cafeteria everywhere she works. Basically, mm-hmm. um, I when my office was at WGBH for a couple of years, 
they had a super fancy building that we were squatting in one tiny little office in. Uh, but they had a cafeteria. That was awesome. I would go in there and get breakfast, lunch, easy. The price was pretty good. The food was surprisingly good. Hmm. I'm jealous. I'm in a cafeteria. Yeah. I missed the one time I went to Google. Ooh. And that shit's all free. We have Google in our building, and I still have never gone up to their thing, but I've seen pictures of it, and I'm like... Oh, are you allowed to there? go in there? No, I'm not allowed to go in there. I didn't think so. <laughs> I mean, I probably could, like swindle my way into it but um <laughs> but i i can't I, every time somebody comes in with like a google uh lanyard i'm like can i go out there please maybe you need to set up like a like a i was gonna say a catfishing thing but not quite like a predatory <laughs> like find yourself a young nerd who would like a hot <laughs> lady in her 40s <laughs> hey guys and get him to take you up into the google cafeteria <laughs> i just like to see what it's like here I just want to see. And I like show him my bra strap or something. I've seen this video on JoyTube. <laughs> uh, well, okay. So like, what should the question of the week be? Um, oh, yeah. We should have figured that out, huh? I know. Uh, what is the most annoying office kitchen habit? Yes. I think, yeah. I was going to broaden it out and just say, what's your, what's your like usual lunch time situation like at work but now we can go more specific and make it about the yeah let's see what we get let's see what we get uh, i'm running it right now okay, okay. I, I think we all reached to do the same thing there uh no tea she recommends this week other than like don't don't be <laughs> don't a want- dick in your office kitchen yep <laughs> um, exactly i was de- i was debating recommending I just thought of it as we were talking about this. We have a microwave cleaning thing called the Angry Mama or something. What? Somebody gifted it to us forever ago, but it's a piece of plastic that looks like a caricature of a woman. You put water and a little bit of vinegar in it and microwave it, and it steams up in the oh, microwave oh, to clean cute. it. And for some reason, it's called Angry Mama. <laughs> it steams cool. out the head. Um, oh, the Angry Mama microwave cleaner. Yeah, I don't know if they make a... Oh, like a male, male one. <laughs> it looks like a Duplo figurine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it was given to me by an angry mama in my life, not my mother. Uh, yeah, your mom is famously Zen. First new gifted. Yeah. Yes, yes. My mom, my mom is is still water, <laughs> ice in her veins. Anyway, so uh, with that, Hillary. Yes. You're going to tell us how we can get involved. Yes, I will. Uh, the website is thisshowhaseverything.com. But more importantly, if you're so inclined, uh, join the Facebook group. It's great fun. Um, somebody, <laughs> I think it was Jean, it was, who put, there was something about like a, a pet's prescription. It was like, don't yes. operate heavy material yep. machinery. Uh-huh. I like that. Tunes in and your response made me laugh. Tunes is No. Um, <laughs> you can email us as Justine and Bob did at show at gmail.com. Uh, send us a voice memo. We love hearing your voices or y'all could, somebody could just call and sing the ideal manufacturing group, um, theme song. I would like to hear that over and over again. The AOL, yeah. <laughs> the AOL keyword yeah. is Tishi. It's always going to be there. Um, thanks for joining us y'all. And obviously we have a, a lot more to say about this than we thought. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, Meredith will laugh at me, but I thought this was going to be a short show. I know. I did, too. I was like, we'll whip this out. Try again. I got big 
Mr. Plow, that's my name, that name again is Mr. Plow. 